0: And honored today to have the most amazing guest. And on Awakening Divine Wildness, this show is featuring Dr. Margaret Paul, who's a best-selling author and co-creator of the powerful inner bonding self-healing process and the related self-quest self-healing online program which is highly recommended by Lindsay Wagner and singer Alanis Morissette. She has appeared on numerous radio and television shows, including Oprah. Her book titles include, Do I Have to Give Up Me To Be Loved By You? and subsequent titles, Do I Have to Give Up Me To Be Loved By God and By My Kids? as well as Healing Your Aloneness Inner Bonding, and her most recent publication, Diet for Divine Connection, which I absolutely loved, and this is what we're gonna talk about today. Margaret holds a PhD in psychology. She's a relationship expert, a public speaker, a consultant, and an artist. She has successfully worked with thousands and taught classes and seminars for over 50 years. And You can visit her on two websites innerbonding.com and selfquest.com Margaret lives on a fabulous ranch in colorado and in her spare time She plays with her grandchildren. She paints she reads and she kayaks Margaret, thank you so much for being part of the show.
1: Oh, it's my pleasure. I'm looking forward to this
0: well, I just loved your book and For me divine connections very 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 important It's it's part of my daily spiritual practice and it has truly changed my life So what I would love to do is first read a quote from your book that to me is just the epitome of what women struggle with and many of the women I help and you said all the ways we abandon ourselves including eating those foods that harm harm us step stem from feeling unseen devalued and unloved as we were growing up creating that big empty hole inside us that i've been referring to the hole where our true selves are meant to be Mm -hmm. powerful (laughs) And I, I think a big part of that healing for women and, and filling that empty hole is having that divine connection. So right. you share with the audience, you know, your interpretation, your passion about divine connection.
1: So let, let me just um, give a little history about my looking for that connection. Because I was not brought up in a religious family. I was a spiritual kid, but it wasn't encouraged. And so it kind of went underground. And after I had my third child, I started to have a little bit of a sense of that. And I went on, I was on a spiritual path before that, but I started to have a sense that you know, maybe there was a way to have this at will connection because everything that I was doing, I had all this therapy and meditation groups and all of that. And I, I mean, it would happen every once in a while, like it happens to people, but I just didn't know how to have it at will. And I knew that I wanted it at will. So I had in, I was a sickly kid. And so in my early twenties, I, um, I was tired of being sick. So I started reading, And I changed my diet completely. I went on all organic. It was just one little health food store at that time there. But I changed completely and my health got a lot better. And I just continued eating that way for the rest of my life. Um, I didn't realize at that time that that had anything to do with spiritual connection. And so I kept on trying. And then uh, 34 years ago, um, Spirit brought Erica and I, who's the co-creator of Inner Bonding, um, this amazing process, and I realized that um, inner bonding has to do with intention, and that there 's only two intentions there 's the intention to control uh, and the intention to learn about love and I started to realize that wow, when when we could choose the intention to learn about love that was that was a really powerful thing Then I started to learn about frequency, and I realized that. Spiritual connection had to do with frequency and that when I was able to open to learning about love my frequency went quite high And there it was there was the connection that I had been seeking And so I thought you know, this is amazing And all I have to do is help my clients to open to learning about loving themselves starting with themselves and then sharing love with others and then they can have this connection except that it didn't work out that way. And so then I started thinking, how come this is coming so easy to me now and not to them? And that's when I started to connect the dots. That frequency has to do both with your physical body and your emotional and spiritual way of being in the world. And so that when I was able to open to learning about love, that raised my frequency enough to connect because I was already eating so well for so long. And so that's when I realized, okay, it's both how we treat our body and the thoughts we have. And that's why this book is beyond junk foods and junk thoughts to at will divine connection. And the whole first part is about the food, what kinds of food lower our frequency. And then the rest of it is about inner bonding, which is how we change our thinking and learn to love ourselves so that we can raise our frequency high enough to connect. And connection, divine connection, it just means that we're tapping into the love and the peace and the wisdom, the joy of the universe that's here. This is what we live in. This is our our, our non-local mind. We have our, our local mind that we function from a lot, but there's the the non-local mind, which is spirit, that is always here. We wouldn't be alive if it weren't here. And so th- that's what we're tapping into is that is that incredible support that's here for each of us. And I, I know, frankly, I wouldn't know how to live now without that, because I've been doing this for a long time. And I I turn to my guidance for everything, what to do the next minute, what to do on the weekend, what's happening with another person, what to eat right now. I mean, everything from the mundane to the major. I tune into spirit for everything. And so I have let go of my mind, my ego mind, what we call the wounded self in inner body. I let go of that. And now I allow my higher guidance to guide my life.
0: Why do women, and I think I see it more in women, that when we have this feeling of being incomplete of not being good enough that we try to fill that emptiness with food for me It was alcohol and you know uh-huh. I Alcohol and once I was able to put that down As you say I was able to up my my vibration. I was able to get out of that ego wounded child and finally make connection. Right. But for women, food becomes such a source of comfort. So how do you get somebody out of that, that initial? You know, yeah, you know, I, I don't
1: try, when I work with people, I don't try and get them out of it. What I do, because that's just an addiction, whether it's alcohol or food or drugs or work or TV or p- pornography or sex or you know spending money There's all these addictions that we have that, you know the video games mm-hmm. um, The the iPhone <laughs> there's so many addictions that we have so I don't try and get people out of them What I do is teach people how to connect with their their feelings because uh, this emptiness comes from self-abandonment like you were reading in my book and uh, that creates this emptiness, self abandonment creates emptiness inside. And what we're abandoning is our feelings because we have not learned how to manage them. We, we don't learn when we're little kids how to manage the big pain of, of, of heartbreak, of, of being hurt by people or by life, of, of the helplessness over others who might be hurting us or themselves or the planet. We don't learn how to manage these feelings. And so we had to learn to avoid them. We had to learn all these ways of abandoning ourselves, which is how we learn to avoid all this pain. Because certainly most of us did not have parents who knew how to manage their pain or teach us how to manage our pain. So we had to avoid it. And so everything we now do, including our addictions, including the food, the junk food, is a way to avoid responsibility for our feelings Avoid feeling our feelings. It's a way of numbing out so that we don't have to feel them when we don't know how to manage them So what I do is I teach people the inner bonding process, which is learning how to lovingly manage and learn from All of our feelings because our feelings have so much information for us every feeling has huge information for us about how we're treating ourselves, how others are treating us, what's happening. And we need to be able to tune in to these feelings and listen to what they're telling us. But we can only do it when we know how to lovingly manage them. And we can only lovingly manage them when we can connect to our higher guidance. And so what I do is I help people learn how to manage their feelings. I help them find the desire To raise their frequency high enough to access their divine connection so they can bring that love in. And as they have the desire for that, then they they don't wanna put junk foods in. They don't wanna drink so much that their frequency is too low. In fact, at one of my five day intensives, one of the women said, as we were talking about this, this is the first time that I have heard of a very good reason for eating well. Because she says, I want to connect. I want to live with that connection. I want that love. I want that guidance. And that's going to motivate me to stop eating sugar and stop eating processed foods and 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 stop drinking too much and all of that that we do that lowers our frequency.
0: I love your inner bonding process. That, and I would love it if you would go through the six steps so the listeners really understand It's not complex. This is something any of us can do.
1: Yes, it is. I'd be happy to do that. So step one of inner bonding is that we have to become willing to feel our painful feelings. Because if we're not willing to feel them, we're going to avoid them with the food and the alcohol and everything else. And so we have to make a decision. Okay, I'm willing to feel my painful feelings. I'm willing to learn how to manage these feelings. Willing to learn what they're here to teach me. I'm willing to take responsibility for my feelings. That's what step one is, willing to feel them and and learn what it means to take responsibility, how we're abandoning ourselves, what we have to do with others to take responsibility for our feelings. So that means learning to stay present in our body because our feelings are in our body. They're not in our mind. And one of the ways we've learned to abandon ourselves is to stay up here in our mind and ignore our body. And so step one is about learning to get inside our body. We teach people how to do that, how to get in their body and get present with their feelings. Then in step two, this is about our intention. And we focus in our heart and we make a conscious decision that I want responsibility for my feelings. I wanna learn what it means to be loving to myself. I wanna learn what's in my highest good. And in this step, What we're doing in step two is we're becoming what we call a loving adult. And a loving adult is who we are when we're open to learning about loving ourselves and we're open to connecting with our higher source. And so it's simply a matter of saying, yes, I want to learn about what's loving to me and I invite the presence of spirit into my heart, the love and compassion of spirit into my heart. And that's what creates a loving adult self. Now, of course, this takes practice. It doesn't just happen you know, everybody has been practicing being in their ego wounded self their whole life, trying to control everything and avoid their feelings. And so it takes practice to learn to be a loving adult. But the more you practice inner bonding, the more you develop the new neural pathways in your higher brain for the loving adult self. And like anything worth learning, it does take practice. Then in step three, after we've decided we're open to learning and we feel connected, We have a dialogue, like let's say you're feeling depressed. So you have a dialogue where you're saying to that feeling part of you, which you can call an inner child or your soul, there's a lot of words for this feeling part of you. What am I doing? How am I treating you? What am I telling you that's causing you to be so depressed? We really want to know. We're open to learning. We really want to know and then we go inside and we let that feeling part of ourselves that inner child speak to us and that part might be saying well you're ignoring me all the time you know of course i'm depressed you don't pay any attention you don't even know i'm here you 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 stay up in your head and you shove me down with food and and sugar or alcohol or drugs or or, or being on your phone all the time, or working all the time, you're just shoving me aside, you don't even know I'm here, you're not paying any attention to me, to what I'm feeling, of course I'm depressed, what do you expect? And you're putting all this junk food in me, which as I talk about in the book, when we eat a lot of sugar, we eat a lot of junk food, we disrupt the microbiome, which creates toxicity, that goes up into the brain, the brain becomes toxic that creates anxiety and depression. So there may be a whole lot of ways that I'm abandoning myself physically and emotionally that's causing depression. When I open to learning, I start to tune into what I'm doing. That feeling part of me can tell me it takes, you know, again, it takes practice. So then once I understand what I'm doing, I'm ignoring myself. I'm putting a lid on my feelings. I go a little deeper. Into the wounded part, into the ego. And I say, you know, there must be a good reason that we learned to do this. What was going on that we learned to put a lid on our feelings? And that's when we start to tap into what happened in the past that led us to learn to abandon ourselves. It's a very deep process. Once we understand that, well, what's the Once we understand what the false beliefs are, like the wounded self might say, well, I've got to put a lid on my feelings. If I feel my feelings, I'm going to die. Well, that may have felt true as a little kid, but it's not true now. But we're still operating from these false beliefs. And so once we get a clear picture of what the beliefs are, in step four, we go to our higher guidance. And we're asking, what's the truth about any of these beliefs that I'm operating from? And what is loving to me? And again, this takes time to tap into that wisdom. And I work with people to learn how to do that, how to tap into that wisdom that's here. And once we access the truth and what would be loving to ourselves, then in step five, we take that loving action. So for example, if, if, if depression is the issue, our higher guidance might say, well, I know you felt you couldn't handle it then when you were little and you couldn't, but today you can handle your feelings with compassion. When you learn to have compassion for yourself, when you learn to be really kind to yourself, you'll be able to handle whatever feelings there are. So the loving action will be to start learning to be present with them and start welcoming your feelings instead of ignoring them. And you'd be surprised at what happens with depression when you start to embrace your feelings rather than push them aside in various ways. And you probably need to look at your diet and see what you're doing that's creating the toxicity that may also be creating depression. So then in step five, I would start to practice being present for my feelings. That would be loving action. Instead of suppressing them in different ways, and I would have to maybe do some reading about what a healthy diet is and learn what it means to really feed myself well. And then in step six, we evaluate, how am I feeling as a result of taking these loving actions? And if indeed we're taking a loving action, we're going to feel so much relief. And if depression is the issue, you will see that your depression lifts. You will no longer feel depressed if you're attending to your feelings. One of the things that I've learned about depression is that there's three major causes. One of them is unhealed childhood abuse. And so again, we're ignoring instead of attending to that. The other is current self-abandonment. And the third is junk food. So as we take the loving action, not only our depression heals, our anxiety heals, we find ourselves feeling so much more peace, so much more joy in our lives. We find ourselves being able to manifest what we want in our lives, our relationships improve, and our addictions start to just naturally go away.
0: What I loved about this book was the uniqueness of identifying how this toxic food shows up for us. With depression, you know, with the self-abandonment, and then mm. encouraging women to really look at their feelings because we're we're so prone to stuffing and pushing aside and putting the happy face on. I know I lived behind a mask most of my life, right. yeah. and until I was able to take that mask off and say, "No, I'm not happy." No, I struggled with all these terrible thoughts about myself, right. the self-condemnation. Um, right. I wasn't able to heal. I just wasn't able to get on the right path. But once I faced That's all right. of that, life right.
1: changed
0: dramatically.
1: That's right. That's right. And, and so this is a pathway. It's not the only pathway in life, but it is a very, very powerful pathway for doing that healing work. I know for me, it's been phenomenal because I was like you, I I wore the mask. Um, I I gave myself up. I was a caretaker for everybody. At some point, even though I was eating well, I was getting really sick because you can't give yourself up all those years without getting sick. You know, at some point, my inner child said, okay, how sick do I have to make you before you're going to pay attention to me? And so finally... I was 45 before I started inner bonding, and I had been caretaking my parents, my kids, my husband and my clients, everybody. And I was completely worn out, and my immune system was giving way. And so for me, when inner bonding came in, and I realized, and it came from spirit and when it came in, and I realized the power of this, I got very, very devoted to learning to love myself, and it changed everything. Everything in my life. I can hardly believe what happened with me as a result of inner bonding because, frankly, I am living my dream life. I absolutely love my life at this point. And most of the time, I'm just in so much joy and creativity. I have an enormous amount of energy, um, which amazes me because most of the people my age are. Are sick and they're having you know knee replacements and hip replacements. I'm going to be 79 soon, and I'm just filled with energy. Just and I'm 70,
0: and I feel the same that's way.
1: That's great. That's Once great.
0: I really learned to love myself. Yeah. I mean, I take such good care of myself now. My self care yeah. is impeccable.
1: Oh, and, that's fantastic.
0: And I reassure myself every now and then when that 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 wounded child, that little ego that's inside of me starts to whip me around and go wait a minute wait a minute we have got this you know we've got this we've right. got how to deal with this and i think right. that's a big thing for women to to make that connection to that wounded child don't be afraid right. to go there
1: right. and, and right.
0: friend her and assure her and love her that you know you've got this you you can do it you will be okay
1: right. yeah yeah but you know when i was when I was letting go of my addiction to caretaking, because, boy, that's, that's maybe even harder than to food and alcohol is caretaking, I used to have to hold myself. I would hold myself, and I would rock, and I would say, I can handle this, I can handle this, I can handle this. Because every, my big fear in letting go of taking care of everybody was that I would find out that everybody who said they loved me really didn't that they only love me because of my giving myself up for them. And in fact, that's exactly what happened. I found out that everybody who said they loved me, they were all mad. My parents were mad. Uh, My 30-year marriage was over. My children were mad. All the things that I was afraid of happened. But I got me. I got me back. And I would do it again. But I can't tell you it was easy. Like I said, I was like an analyst, like an analyst, because they were angry, they were pulling on me, they were um, acting out, um, and I had to not jump into that addiction to caretaking, giving myself up, you know, trying to make them happy while ignoring myself, and uh, I had to deal with a lot of things. My parents actually disowned me as a result of it, so I mean, a lot of things that I was terrified of, but... It's so worth it because I think if I hadn't have done that, I would be dead. I would have been so sick, I would be dead.
0: Because. And so,
1: yeah, right. And so I had to be willing to go through that. And I couldn't have gone through it without a spiritual connection. There is just no way that I, have, that I would have gone through that. My kids eventually um, were not so mad at me anymore. Um, but... And, you know, I, I, had to, I had to find a whole new community of people who supported me in being all that I could be. Because I would not be doing this. I would not be doing this work now if I had stayed small, if I had just put myself aside and done what everybody else wanted me to do.
0: Margaret, so many women abandon themselves to be in relationship with Right, that's right, that's and right. I know I did. Um, Yeah. That I would over my whole life. I would overlook inappropriate things. I would overlook abusive behavior just to maintain the connection to be in the relationship. And then finally, I got to a point where no, I I had to value myself more if I was going to really continue to live. What advice do you give women about that? I mean, it's just, you see it every day, it's so prevalent that women get lost
1: in in You know, one of the things that was really helpful for me is that I made a decision at some point. I made actually two decisions that were life-changing. One is I was willing to be hurt. Mm -hmm. I was willing to be hurt. Now, that's a big decision. And the other is I was willing to be alone. Yes. I was willing to be alone. And I made a decision that if everybody left because I was loving myself, taking care of myself, so be it. I would find a way to deal with that. And those two decisions, and I was willing to be hurt, and I was willing to be alone, changed everything for me. I mean, you know, and, and it's such a paradox because I was getting hurt then so much By Trying not to be hurt by protecting against hurt by caretaking. I was getting so hurt and I was hurting myself so much now in my life I'm I'm hardly ever hurt. It doesn't happen and I'm not alone And and so all the things that I was so afraid of I I had to make it okay to have those things happen That's beautiful. That's what people have to do. Yeah,
0: that's wonderful. Great advice Women are always afraid to be alone, but being alone doesn't mean you're going to be lonely. No, being alone has allowed me to really nurture and build an incredible relationship with myself, and really right. uncover so much about who I am as a woman and and how I want to live and the things and how I right. want to serve others. And so it's been right. one of the greatest gifts I've ever gotten was to be willing to face that and do it.
1: Right. Yeah. And, and, and that is what it takes. Um, and, and one of the things that I say to older women um, when they're going through this is that there are other ways of having wonderful companionship. I've, I've written a little book that's on our website called Beloved Companionship. I live like the golden girls now. And I think it's a fantastic way to live. You know, I, I love it. And, um, you know, I have, I have learning, I have growth, I have companionship with people who support me and care about me and have my back. And it, it's really a wonderful way to live for women as they get older and their, their marriage might be over because, like you said, they're taking care of themselves and, and the marriage doesn't last with that. But that doesn't mean you have to end up alone. There are many options and, and ways of having the learning and the growth and companionship that we want.
0: Um. Margaret, you're wonderful. I mean, I just, again, I have to show this book. It is just, it was, it's divine, <laughs> divine connection. <laughs> I loved it. There was just so many nuggets for me. It's highlighted in notes and stickies, and I highly <laughs> recommend it to the audience. I, I think it's one of the best books I've read this year. Um, again, how can the audience reach out to you if somebody would like to, to work with you, to do some inner healing, please? the audience.
1: Yeah, um, if they go to my website, innerbonding.com, um, there's a phone number right there that they could call if they want, um, if they want to work with me. Um, there's a whole lot of courses. Um, I, I have a wonderful course called Love Yourself. It's a 30-day course um, that really teaches people how to love themselves and I'm very, very involved in it. So it's a way to um uh, it's an inexpensive way to have involvement with me. We have a wonderful interbonding community site, interbonding village, which is very inexpensive and I'm very involved in that. And so people can have interactions with me there. And so there's a whole lot of ways. There's a whole lot of free information on the interbonding site and a whole lot of ways that people can interact with me.
0: Oh, wonderful. Bless you. And thank you so much for joining me today. I'm I'm a raving fan and I, I just, I love your work and I, and I, I love you know, the inner bonding process, it, it was just spectacular. Thank you.
1: Well, thank you so much for the opportunity to share this time with you. Blessings for a wonderful day.
0: You too, my friend. Thanks for listening to Awakening Divine Wildness. If you like what you heard, please share this podcast with a friend and leave some stars in a favorable review at iTunes. And be sure to visit Maldwaynecoach.com for your free Heal Your Heart, Reclaim Your Worth 6-week video course.